Let my people go. Infamous words from Pharaoh. Pharaoh was the prime minister. He was the president of Egypt. Egypt as this at this time was equivalent to America. Just in the amount of power that it had over the world, Egypt was a superpower. Um, it was like the, the, the Pharaoh looked at himself as God. And it, you, you saw the level of disrespect that Pharaoh had. He said, who is your God? <laughs> who is your God? And um, what's interesting in, in the progression of Moses and Aaron confronting uh, Pharaoh from chapter 7 all the way to chapter 11, we see Moses going in very timid. And then in the end, Moses was getting it after each plague was hitting. You saw Moses was so mad. He, the Bible said in chapter 11, verse, uh, was it 8? Yeah, in verse 8, it says that Moses with hot anger left Pharaoh. Moses was so upset. Um, he wasn't he wasn't shy no more. He wasn't afraid anymore. He wasn't a mouse in the corner anymore. He he stormed out. <laughs> Moses' attitude changed because of his confidence in God. He saw what God did. And 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 he was so confident in, in, in what the Lord was going to do. He believed God. Now God told Pharaoh to let my people go via Moses. And it made me think, because the people were in bondage, when Joseph brought the Hebrews, his father Jacob and his brothers into Egypt, it was a time of, uh, of help. It was a place of safety. It was a place of dwelling, uh, a dwelling place because they were, they were going through a quarantine. They were going through uh, a, a pandemic and, and they had to find a place for shelter, a place for, a place for rest, a place for food. So when Joseph brought the Hebrews in his family, they multiplied. And what's interesting is that People always look, they always find a reason to call somebody else the enemy. The, the Egyptians in the beginning of Exodus, they had fear, so they, their fear drove them into treating this people, the, the, this minority, in a disproportionate way. Their fear of these people, their unjust fear that they're going to take our stuff. They are going to take over. This was the call of the Egyptians that we need to step on them. We need to put our knees in their neck so they do not have an opportunity to overtake us. It was their fear of the minority. Now, the, now, now the Hebrews were, the, were a minority and they were loyal to Egypt because they knew that Egypt saved them from death. They knew that Egypt saved Abraham. They knew that Egypt had saved Jacob. Um, so, 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 so they, they, they were unfair. They were harsh to, to the Hebrews and, and, and God chose this, this man named Moses to, to let his people, God's people, the, the covenant people, the Hebrews, the Israelites to get God's chose God's children, God's chosen people, the children of God to get them out of Egypt. He chose Moses.
And and what's interesting uh, is that Moses has to now lead these people out, but he has to get through Pharaoh first. And and he 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 speaks to Pharaoh. And 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 what's in, what's also what was interesting. What I'm, what I'm trying to get at is that why did God need to use Moses and Aaron? Literally, all Moses and Aaron said were a few words, maybe ten words, every time they confronted Pharaoh and raised their hands or dropped their staff. But it was God who brought the frogs. It was God. Who brought the blood, changed the, the rivers into blood. It was God who brought the gnats. It was God who brought the flies. It was, it was God who killed the livestock. It was God who brought the boils, the hail, the locusts. It was God who did it. It was God who brought the darkness. It was God who killed the firstborn. Why did God need Moses to raise his hand? And it's so interesting because God had, God was, uh, partnering with, 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 Mankind, God was partnering with Moses to, to allow his will to be done. It's so interesting. Like, my son, he can't do nothing. <laughs> He's three. There, there isn't much he can really do to help me out. But I love him to death. And, 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 and I'm putting together, the, my, my wife bought a desk and I'm putting together my desk. And Daddy, can I help you? Daddy, I went out. And I have a little toy drill set I gave to him. You go ahead, you, you do it, son. But I'm doing the work as the father. It's, it's, it's the same thing with God, that God loves us so much that he's willing to partner with us for us to be a part of what he's doing. The partnership is for us to be a part of what he's doing. So he's going to do all the work. He's going to finish it. He's going to accomplish it. But at the same time, he's going to use Moses. He's going to use you. He's going to use me in, what, in varying degrees. I may never hit a T.D. Jakes level. But I may be able to reach at least one person. I would love to hit the TDJ's level one day. I, I wanna, I wanna be a pastor. I wanna minister to people. I, I would love to do that. But, but, but until then, I wanna do well with what I have. And, and Moses did well with what he had. Now, I, I wanna make, I wanna bring a life application that I saw in this as well. Moses asked Pharaoh to let my people go. And I thought about the things that we are holding on to that are preventing us from worshiping. Are there people that we are holding on to that we need to let go of so we can go and worship God? Are there people that we are holding on to and God is telling you, let them go so I can bring them close to me? Are there things that we're holding on to that God is saying, let it go so you can come worship me? What are the things that we are holding on to? And God is saying, let it go. Let that relationship go. Let that person go. Let that toxic thing go. Let go of depression. Let go of anxiety. Let go of those suicidal thoughts. We have to learn to let go of people that are hurting us. We have to learn to let go of of situations that are unhealthy because it is causing us, according to Romans chapter 1, it is causing us to suppress the truth. What are the things that we need to let go of so we can go and worship God? God? Moses was asking Pharaoh to let my people go so they can go and worship. 
There are things in our lives that are preventing us from worshiping God. What are those things that are destructive habits that we need to let go of? What are those, who are those people that we need to let go that are causing us not to worship God? Maybe you are the one that's holding on to somebody and God's telling you, break up with them. Not, not a husband and wife. Not a husband and wife. But what, what are the people that, that are in a, a relationship? God said, you need to break up with this person. You need to separate from this person because because you're holding on to them. I can't get to I can't get to them because you're in the way. All right, that's it. Few minutes for Jesus. As we're reading through, as I'm reading through this, I want to, to share it with you that you need to let go of some things. You may need to let go of some things that you love. You may need to let go of some things that are that are destructive to you. So so they and you can have an opportunity to go worship God. That's it, family. A few minutes for Jesus. God bless. Peace.